Hey, what's up everybody? Reggie Kimball, aka Stickman number one, coming to you from Clearwater, Florida. Seminole, Florida. Where am I at, David? You're technically Seminole, but it's right between Clearwater and St. Pete and Largo and a whole bunch of other little A whole towns. bunch of other things. Clearwater area. Okay. okay, Clearwater area. There you go. I'm actually originally from Tampa Bay. We'll get oh, back into that. And you don't know where you at? Well, I, was, I grew up in Brandon, so that's, you know, that's another world. That's another world, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, man, I'm Stickman number one. Stickman Simp, y'all. And we are here with none other than David Blanco. I am not Stickman. Number one or number two, but I'm, I'm And you are at the Blanco headquarters That's in right. said yeah. vicinity. Yes. This is, hey, first off, man, it's a big-ass building. Excuse my French. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that, got some space. Yeah, mm-hmm. that means you got a lot of cigars in there. We do. We do have, uh, this is a U.S. Customs bonded warehouse as well mm-hmm. as a North American distribution facility. Mm-hmm. Um, we also distribute through other parts of the world mm-hmm. outside of the EU because we also have a bonded facility in uh, in Europe for that mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is a big repository for us. So we, this is like a... Not only our offices, our distribution center, but as you can see, we're sitting in our lounge. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like nice. a factory direct outlet because we have the capability of selling retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, when customers come in, this is a big travel destination for people vacation, okay. coming to the beach, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So people uh, that smoke our cigars like mm-hmm. to come down and say hello to me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like to hang out, and so we have the capability of uh, offering them product if they like, and a okay. factory direct outlet sort of way. We're not really a retail right. shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. We don't try to compete with our retailers down here, but we have this little lounge, mm-hmm. uh, a few seats, a few chairs, and a uh, coffee machine in the other room, and uh, some nice If I had a nice lounge, I probably wouldn't get any work done. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to smoke cigarettes. Uh, anyway. I say that all to say you guys are all welcome to come down if you're ever in the vicinity. Oh, yeah, we I love that. Open that to awesome. the public. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Before we even get into the questions that I have for you, man, I just I want to say one thing mm-hmm. that Simp and I really need from you before we leave tonight. Can you get us about two or three thousand sticks? <laughs> sure. You got okay. your credit card? Oh, you'll maybe pay? Well, I mean, you, uh, you didn't ask if you were there for free. I was just, you just said I was, yeah. I was just playing. I was just playing there. <laughs> <laughs> you take cash if you didn't have your credit card. Okay. Uh, I'm not so, you got that? Uh, yeah. Okay. See, well, the way my banking account and my checking account is set up. You can negotiate the price. Mm-hmm. Before, yeah. Let me do a quick little bit of housekeeping. No worries, quick, David. So, hey, we are down here, like David said, David Blanco. This is a corporate office, really. Yeah, this is Blanco this, Cigar this Company. Is, this is the company, man. This is the corporate office. So we're going to ask you, as we always do, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment, let us know what you think, and check out LawToAsh.com, our cigar subscription service that... One day we hope you are in, brother. I'd be happy to. Yeah, you and I touched bases on that. Mm-hmm. I know that um, uh, John Calorie said, hey, mm-hmm. you need to talk to David about that. We'll go show you what we got in the back, and you can see what you'd like to do. We'd be happy to talk to you about oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. That. That's amazing. Yeah, some of our other business partners are going to be here today. Good so, deal. Get yeah. Off. yeah, so that'd be awesome, man. So, hey. Chicago native, man. Born and raised, wow. 40 years. I should have got out a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but uh, I worked for the county. I worked for the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I joined the military out of out of high school, and then I came back, and I got my degree there at University of Illinois, Chicago. Okay. Um, right. So, you know, it was it's home. It's always been home. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Mayor Daley decided to retire, and I was no longer going to be working with the city, and I was going to take this on full time, mm-hmm. um, I was try- I, I built it to be able to remove myself from that city. Mm-hmm. It, it'll always be home, mm-hmm. 
uh, I miss the food mm-hmm. and I miss my friends. The Chicago rest of it, is you a can foodie keep town. It, you can keep the rest. Yeah. The traffic, the mm-hmm. politics, the crime, the the nonsense that goes on, the traffic, the construction, the weather. I was about to the, say, the you got to say the snow, right? All, yeah. yeah. You can keep mm-hmm. all the rest. It'll always be home in my heart. Mm-hmm. I can go back there and visit in June, July, August. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't want to live there year round anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just. I didn't know I had depression until I came down here in, in the fall. It right. made you happier, didn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. Well, no, I didn't get sad. I didn't get <laughs> So every October, I'd be oh, like, yeah. I'd get into this emotional state that I just thought was normal. Right. I was like, oh, here it comes. Six months of crap. And mm-hmm. oh my God, here we go. Well, I moved down here in October, and I was just like, it's still 80 degrees and sunny. <laughs> and then November? Mm-hmm. We're still 80 degrees and sunny. That's right. And then December, the average temperature here for Christmas is 76 degrees. Yeah, I love it. I tell people all the time, I grew up wearing shorts and t-shirts on Christmas Day, yeah. which so people me, don't get. Yeah, I, I started getting yeah. it. But um, so that's that was something that was a complete change for me. But I felt that lightheartedness. So, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have this, oh, my God, it's impending doom of the weather and mm-hmm. the change of season. And I'm going to shoveling snow and scraping mm-hmm. my car and freezing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So right. I'm a lot happier person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You know, it's a lot less stress. Yeah, who could? I mean, uh-huh. I've been living. I left uh, Tampa probably a little, a little over twenty years ago, and I'm, I'm planning. I'm close to coming back where in the near future. I'm in Atlanta now, so we're both we're based out. Of, it's yeah. not too far. Yeah. Yeah. I come back and forth. Still got a lot of family here, but I, I even the Atlanta cold is not Chicago cold. No, no but no, even no. Atlanta cold, I don't like. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't it's, even un- like it. it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. You grow <laughs> uncomfortable your entire life. <laughs> that's right. So that's how I feel now. I get mm-hmm. I get upset when I. Get it's cold down here a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm like, man, what is this? I got to put on a hoodie? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A oh, hoodie. Yeah. yeah. Last, the other night, we were sitting out smoking cigars. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, it got kind of chilly. I was like, like, I got a whole closet full of clothes that I will only wear when I travel. Because it used to be my everyday, you know, clothing, leather coats and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing leather coats down here for it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Try one of those things. I'm happy. If you want to be fashionable. It, listen, if you want to come down and move to the Clearwater area or something like that nature, Tampa Bay or mm-hmm. St. Petersburg is beautiful. All of this is beautiful down here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on down. Okay. Don't bring the politics with you. Yeah. Don't bring the politics. Leave, leave the ignorance. Leave that out of the... Out mm-hmm. So, you've been here, what, 40 years now, you said? No, I've been here since 2010. Oh, okay. okay. So, gotcha. now I'm 50. Gotcha. So I spent my 40s here. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, have we made you a Buccaneer fan yet? No, hell no. Never Damn it! So, Damn it! So I will tell you how I describe that to people. I reside. I reside in in Florida. I am from Chicago. That's what I tell people in Atlanta. That's it. That's it. I will be so a Bears fan, a Cubs fan, a Blackhawks fan, a Bulls fan. Well, you and you and, you and I will always butt heads in the. Uh, What's that? The Northern Conference. Oh, here we go. Because I'm from Michigan. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? Detroit Illinois, Illinois is not even my my team for for college basketball. Really? Really? No, because I grew up in Chicago, so it's Northwestern. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, even though you went to Illinois, yeah, but I grew up next to Northwestern my whole mm-hmm. life. I just couldn't afford to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I had friends that went there, but I couldn't afford. But that was a team as a kid. You yeah, watched yeah. and like, I'm mm-hmm. going to support yeah, them. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're neighborhood. You know, yeah. I was 20 minutes from Northwestern. It was uh-huh. north side of the city, sir. So. Oh, man, people in Atlanta give me a lot of shit for not supporting the Falcons, but I just can't. Dude, it's not where you're. Yeah, from, I mean, so it's it's in, they're in your conference. That's that's like me moving to Green Bay, rooting for Green Bay. It's like never, no, ever, no. So. I can't even wear a shirt, a jersey, a hat. No, no, I can't do it. Anymore. Nope. It's like cheating on your wife or something. <laughs> exactly, uh-huh. exactly. So, so hey. I can, listen, when they're in oh, the Super Bowl yeah. and stuff, I can say, okay, I'm rooting for them because the Bears aren't there. 
There you go. So I'll root for him. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, but if the Bears are playing them, Bears got to win. Bears got yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can cheer for these guys down here because I'm here, but mm-hmm. are they my team? No. There you go. Yeah, there you go. got your Super Bowl shuffle, so. That's I'm it, man. Say, yeah. Greatest team of all time. Wait, uh, hold arguably. On. <laughs> here we go. Arguably. Here we go. Here we go. No. Okay, who are you going to say? Pittsburgh? I don't know. Just any of my Tampa Bay teams. I don't know. Of all time? Come on, man. In their prime? You, Bears versus? Come on, man. Really? You know what the only question was in 85? You might be right. How much were the be Bears right. going to win by? And, yeah. And, it, and was the offense going to score more than the defense, or was the defense going to score more than the offense? Okay, I stand correct. Yeah, you know why they correct. lost the game in, in Miami and they weren't 100%? Like, they didn't go undefeated? Uh-huh. It's because they were partying their ass off. <laughs> they like and to have a good that time. That was McMahon. They like to have a good they time. They all were partying their ass, and they would just took that game for granted, and they were hungover. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. they got to meet Jim McMahon years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were... They were all partying, man. Oh, they just wow. took, they took that game off. <laughs> they just said, "Screw it, we know we got this." Yeah, it's a lock. You know, they 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 um they shot the Super Bowl shuffle in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. It was locked. Man. It was cocky. Yes, they were cocky, well, and they earned the right to be cocky. Well, they knew that there was nobody beating them. Yeah, and it was just right. it was what it was. It was their year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just a shame that they weren't able to do it for multiple years. Mm-hmm. So, wow. but oh, I'm arguably one of the best of all times. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't even. I can't even argue that. <laughs> it's true, man. I mean, here's what it is. It, it, and I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, but everybody was. It yeah. Almost like doesn't even count saying yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up uh, around those guys, and I got to see them from time to time. No tipping pit. I mean, Scotty Pippen. Um, I ran into Rodman. I Rodman's like a bad penny, man. I was running into him on planes. Left really? Over, and I ran into him. I, 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 like bad bad I like that. I kept running into him. I ran into him. I hate to say strip clubs, but yeah, I would go to I would go to different uh, cities, mm-hmm. and customers would inevitably say, "Hey, how would you like to go out?" And I'm like, "Okay, fine." And inevitably, they take me. You to mean strip shoe club. model events? They say, yeah. yeah, they take shoe me to a strip club, and I'm yeah. like. Shoe model. Why would I, I don't yeah. listen. I don't like going to strip clubs. But when your customers are like, "Hey, I'm taking you out," and you end up at a strip club, you smile, you nod, you have a drink, and that's it. And lo and behold, I show up, and there was tip, there was a uh, Rodman. Wow. I was like, man, I can't get rid of this. Guy. <laughs> I can't shake him. But, I, I said, I stopped. I, you know, we all had our strip club phase as a young man, right? I was, Everybody I was really young, and yeah. I got over it really quick. And, and that's what I said. I learned very quickly fast. that. I don't want to pay anybody a bunch of money to tease me for a few hours. What the hell is that all about? Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. I just didn't get it. I don't get this here. All right, so we're going to get back to business up. Tampa Cigar Week, man. This is the first inaugural one, and you guys are kind of like the highlight event. What do you think about everything so far? Well, uh, I was working with John on this to uh, bring it to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, it was his brainchild. Mm-hmm. And then he said, hey, I want to do this. Dave, I need your help. <laughs> you know, he's, never, he's never run events like this before, oh, okay. but he's gone around the country and saw how other people ran their events. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I landed my expertise with event running because I've run huge events here before. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I do events all around the country country with different mm-hmm. venues okay. um, and multi-vendor events and stuff like that. So I have experience in how they operate and how they get set up and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I lent my, you know, whatever help he needed uh, to help him get it off the ground. Um, he gave me the Saturday night event mm-hmm. um, to, you know, because basically, as you guys see, I have the area to do you it. Have, yeah, have yeah definitely. And uh, not all the, too many of the other venues have that mm-hmm. uh, capability. 
So we had the opportunity to have everybody here for a big shindig, and uh, I have the master distiller here from Horse Soldier Bourbon. I can't wait VIP. to meet you. Uh, you got to get us introduced. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, live music, uh, comedy show, um, you know, two bars set up. I mean, we, all the bells and whistles. All the bells and whistles. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Um, it's We got all the circuses and entertainment, and uh, have a good time. This gentleman just came. You can't see him on the on the on the. He just came all the way from Canada. North Welcome. Of, north of Montreal, if I'm not mistaken. Welcome, Mike. You're from the north. Yep. The frozen north. So he's coming down. So thank you, brother. I'll get with you in a moment. We're going to finish our interview real quick, and we'll be right with you. you you're you're good, brother. Thank you're you. You're live. Be careful. You're yeah. live. Yeah, don't hit me. There we go. There you go. Suck it in. There you go. We have to uh, take a picture together to send to uh, our friend. Uh, Merci. <laughs> All right. Uh, look. That's awesome. Take a little French? A little bit. Okay. I do distribute my cigars in France. How many countries are But you? I do like saying ooh la la. They just say it a lot over there. Do they really? That's a joke. You, really? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not a joke. They say uh, ooh la la a lot. A lot. Okay. So when they were doing that on Pepe Le Pew, he was doing that for real. Every yeah. time a lady walks by, ooh la la. Ooh la la. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway. Is that like the equivalent ooh, la, la. of like giving the whole whistle that people or used to Or it's like, damn. <laughs> but of course, the French, are, the French are, the French are, of course, more classy. Yeah, of course. Ooh la la, yeah. It's like, sounds so much better. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how many countries are you guys in? I think we're in 37 now. Amazing. Um, we're about to open up India. Um, we're trying to open up Croatia right now. We have a distributor over there that's interested in talking with us, but we're in 37-ish. We're in every continent except mm -hmm. Antarctica. We're in the Congo. I mean, we sell cigars everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. Middle East, we're opening up more areas right now as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a it's a it's a hustle, man. Oh, it ain't it easy. You you're not an old guy, right? I mean, you're in our age contemporary. Yeah, yeah. You've built a global brand, man. How'd you do that so quickly? Oh, I'm a 24 year overnight success. I know. It's easy I know. as that. No, but you know what? No, <laughs> See, I'm gonna tell you. There you go. I'm, let me tell you something, man. It's funny you say quickly because I, I just said 24 years. No, <laughs> 24. To me, okay, let me. When, I mean, I'm going to give you some context here. Uh -huh. When you think about all these old traditional yeah, yeah, cigar brands that have been around yeah. 70, 80, 100 years, right? Yeah. And some of these families go way back. Our family's Tw one of them. Okay, talk about that for a yeah, second. Yeah, so our family goes back to 1886. Okay. Um, I'm the fifth generation in the industry. Wow. But everything was lost in Cuba in the 1960s. Okay. So my But father, you still started from fresh again. We had though, to right? start all over, yeah. yeah. So it was actually my idea um, to carry on. I wanted to carry on the family legacy. Mm -hmm. But it never was an option until the 90s mm -hmm. when Cigar Aficionado and the rest of these magazines came out mm -hmm. and they made a lifestyle. You know, when right. I was a kid, I was smoking cigars when I became of age, but when I was a kid, I saw old men and wife beaters playing dominoes, drinking Cuban coffee. Mm -hmm. That's what cigar smoking was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was Same a lounge, deal. clubs. It was on the stoop, no, exactly. on the street, hanging yeah. out in the... So when the, when the lifestyle magazines came out, like Cigar Fishing Out, it became something of a yuppie fad, and yeah. it blew up, um, and then all these places places became you know occurred, mm -hmm. and 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 uh, doors opened up to places to smoke cigars mm -hmm. and bars to smoke cigars, mm -hmm. and it suddenly became this thing. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was like, huh, there might be an opportunity for me to actually mm -hmm. carry on the family's legacy. And so in 1998, I incorporated after talking to my father and my uncle, who became my partners. Mm -hmm. We did this together. I presented the idea. They said, if you invest everything you own, we'll back you. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. And wow. so in 1998, uh, we opened our little factory here in Ybor City. Mm -hmm. It lasted two years. 
My uncle uh, became ill. He was exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam. Oh, oh, he did 20 years of service, and yeah. as he got older, it got worse. And uh, he could no longer run the factory. So we called up our cousins. Our cousins were in Nicaragua with a factory. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, can we, we're getting tobacco from there anyway. Can we just move production down there? And they said, sure. Their name is Placencia. Uh, so uh, Nestor and I are cousins right, by marriage. I've heard that. My father's uh, I've heard that. Okay. So Amazing. This is, this is the family uh, legacy that it actually brought our families back together because I didn't grow up with Nestor in the right. mm -hmm. His family fled to Nicaragua, my family fled here, and he was born down there, and I was born up here. It was the bringing together of, of the cigar industry so, again that I, you know, brought us back together as families. And it's not like we hang out every day because he's working down there, flying around, and I'm flying around too, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's now a relationship again. You know, okay. Our families work together. Uh, our, I have employees that work for me in the factory directly, and mm -hmm. they're cousins. But they were cousins from Nicaragua that I got to meet, and I, oh, wow. my 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 uh, production manager. It was like yeah. meant. To, it was like meant to it happen, even to though happen. it was a break. It was like meant yeah. to come back. Yeah. It was you a know. way to bring the. This brought the family back together. Mm -hmm. uh, it's what built the family to begin with, mm -hmm. and uh, it's funny because. My my cousin that works for me down there, his two brothers and sister work for Nestor in the office. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all family. So it's truly a family business. Yeah, it's really a family business. Mm -hmm. So my father retired uh, about three years ago, and I became the president. Okay. And we've had our ups and downs. We had to close our company for two years. Mm -hmm. uh, I was deployed to Afghanistan, and my father was deployed to Iraq. Oh, wow. So we put the brakes on, and when we came back, we had to start over again. Wow. Well, thank so, you for your service, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Man, it's, uh, but it's a father-son combo... Yeah. That's amazing. It's an honor to serve right. the country and a privilege to serve the country. And I, I, I didn't uh, take for granted one minute of it. And uh, so that presented another set of challenges, though, that we had to restart the company mm -hmm. on a shoestring. Yeah, excuse me. I just came from Texas and my allergies. Well, <laughs> you good. have to deal with the same thing. But um, so... Uh, yeah, it wasn't so quick, man. Okay. <laughs> it was half my life. <laughs> I know it doesn't feel fast to you. Like, with what we're doing, have we been slowly building? It doesn't feel like a lot, you know, if, it doesn't feel fast enough, right? People ask me that all the time. Yeah. It's a line I use is that I'm a 24-year overnight yeah. success. I mean, I, it, I say that, I go, my God, that's half my life. But next year is our 25th anniversary, and I, our plan is to bring out our 25th anniversary cigar. And I can't believe I'm saying that. Oh, wow. But I've been doing this for a quarter century. That's wow. amazing. That's amazing. That's but you have done it well clearly well it's it's been a roller coaster like any small business and entrepreneur uh, building a brand there's it's ups and downs right and there's it's like I mentioned to you the war closed the doors we had to close our factory move um, you know there were other challenges with economics in you know 2008 everybody was close you know walking away from their homes with the, the housing bubble at right. first and I mean fine this is a luxury item uh, it is. you know it's a you said it's, that it's mm -hmm. based on um, you know, uh, disposable income. That's exactly. Right. And so when people you, don't have that, you don't have it. And, and the most yeah. important thing is, you know, the family, I told you that's, you know, employee here, employee there. It's, it's the team. Mm -hmm. The team that you put together is essential. And that has not been easy. We've built a team and then sometimes the team has fallen apart mm -hmm. because, you know, things happen in people's lives and they move and we moved out of Chicago, we moved here. We had to change, uh, you know, people's positions. Um, and so it's it, it's been very difficult. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but mm -hmm. we have survived the hard mm -hmm. times, and we we hopefully continue to thrive and grow as we are now. We're adding people to our team. We added a few more people. Sometimes they're not the right fit. You have to let them go. You have mm -hmm. to move pieces around. Mm -hmm. Nothing is as easy as it looks. Mm -hmm. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Of course, of there. course. Um, but we have some key personnel in here. Our director of operations is uh, her name is Kelly DeVore. Mm -hmm. She is the heart and soul in the of the operation. She mm -hmm. runs. The, she's the nucleus 
of this operation. My name may be on the door, as we all say, right. um, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm steering a ship, but I'm not. I'm not. Of course, I'm not hoisting the sails and I'm right. not uh, mm-hmm. rowing the boat. Mm-hmm. I can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the the engine behind it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have my cousin here as my warehouse manager, mm-hmm. uh, who handles the uh, packing and shipping and all the warehouse uh, mm-hmm. responsibilities. Kelly now has an assistant. Uh, because we were growing uh, to the point where it was just becoming too much, mm-hmm. um, we have it's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you got to be very careful because mm-hmm. there's cost, and as you grow, there's growing pains. That's right. But um, and I make cigars for other companies, and that's the other thing that we do that I never anticipated doing. Um, that's people amazing. like my cigars, and like, hey, Dave, can you make a cigar for me? So I manufacture now brands for fifteen other companies. Wow, 15, oh, 14, something, know, something like that. Wow. Uh, and they're all over the world. Some are in the United States. Some are international brands. Some are in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, Holland, Sweden. Uh, we're working on one in Malaysia, I think. Um, so, and then a, a number of them in the United States. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on. So you're a road warrior then. Huh? I am on the road a lot. <laughs> and I have six uh, salesmen in the States, and mm-hmm. I ride with them. Mm-hmm. I work with them. Uh, of course, my international travel, I go to Europe five weeks out of a year, mm-hmm. usually September, October. And now it's getting so much that they maybe want me in the spring. Wow. There's only so many weeks right. in the in the year, and so it's becoming to uh, be a, become a challenge. Well, you're, That's why I have to end people. Well, your ups and downs that you talk about, having to close this, having to move. I mean, I saw the article up there, and the title is like, never give up, never quit. And that is my mantra. It, it's, I mean, that, you've had, an, you've had some opportunities to say, you know what, oh, forget all of this. I've had yeah. plenty. And I can make money doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is my passion. This is mm-hmm. what I love to do. And it is my family's legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it probably, because you feel that way, it doesn't always feel like work. You're correct. I, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a, it's the biggest headache in my my life, but mm-hmm. other times it's you know working for yourself. There is something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my hope and desire is that I leave it to the sixth generation oh. and then the seventh generation. There you go. I don't want it. To, you know, when it's, when I saw that it would possibly stop with my father, that's the reason why I said I have an opportunity to carry on the legacy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just say that so it could be just one more generation. Right. I wanted it to be continue to to be part of what the family's identity is. Yeah. Because uh, I th- you think of over a hundred years of sacrifice of all the people that got it to this point where I'm sitting here, even though we had to remake it. Mm-hmm. It's you know lifetimes of of work and toil. I don't want it to be for nothing. You know? so Reggie had posed this question earlier to someone else. And it was a great question. Thank you, sir. You know, he doesn't often give me compliments. Take it where you get it. A lot of cigar companies or the, the tobacco industry um, aren't really up on modern technology. They're still kind of doing things, you know, how it's, it's been school. done. That's an old school. Is there anything that you guys are doing with modern technology to, or you're still just... Well, sure. It depends on what aspect of it. There's four tenets of making a premium cigar. Right. Um, it's the tobacco growing, the mm-hmm. fermentation, the blending, and the rolling. Mm-hmm. You have to have all of those. If you don't, if you have one weak link in that chain, you, you, you've destroyed the process and mm-hmm. the product. Uh, I would say the most advantageous uh, um, modern technology advancement that we have had in a long time is uh, in the farming aspect. Okay. Uh, Placencia was the one that first brought the drip irrigation system, which is used for crops, okay. food crops, mm-hmm. in, in places like Israel and in deserts, um, to the tobacco industry. And we now use, uh, in their farms, uh, the drip irrigation system, which not only titrates water levels, but also 
fertilizers. Mm. So it brings nutrients as well. So okay. it's a huge pumping station and they had to dig up, uh, you know, throughout the entire field area okay. for this irrigation system to, to, and it was a huge expense, mm. but the yields are much greater. The, the, the wrapper yield is much uh, higher. Uh, and the wrapper, of course, is the most expensive portion of the CR. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that is part of the, the biggest or largest uh, technological advantage so okay. far. Uh, that biggest one. Uh, the cigars are still going to be handmade. Yeah, that's right. Gotta be. You can't, you yeah, can't, you, yeah, you don't you skirt know. that process, right? Fermentation is going to still take time. Yeah. It's like wine. Remember the old commercial? Yeah. We'll sell no wine before it's time. Exactly. You can't so you can't make cigars without properly fermented tobacco, good quality premium cigars. Okay. And there's you can't rush that process. No, yeah. It's time. So I want to take us back to Tampa Cigar Week sure. for a moment, and it's actually related to what you just talked about with cigars. And these cigar weeks that are happening all over the country as the industry and the lifestyle is really just growing in popularity, there's a lot of boutique brands that have appeared over the last few years. For someone like yourself who's had some success and has a family legacy that you do, what advice would you give some of these new uh, upstarts that we've been seeing over the last few years that have popped up? Well, I don't want to rain on their parade, but we are an industry constantly under attack by the federal government and the yes. FDA. Yes. And there are going to be things coming up this year that will determine if a lot of these new upstart brands that you're discussing and talking about with regard to boutiques uh, will continue to exist. It, it could be challenging, very mm -hmm. challenging in the future uh, I've, of this I've heard industry. That. That's right. So I wish them well. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I would advise them to run very lean. Uh, because it might get very tight in this business real quick, especially if they start regulating issues uh, with testings and, of, of different tobaccos and spinning. And uh, If they do all that, the cost is going to be astronomical, and, and it will undoubtedly shrink this industry. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that's what they want to happen. When I say they are the government, yeah. the government wants to close the door um, on any new combustible tobacco product. Mm -hmm. They see us as the same as cigarettes right now, which is the problem. Which I can't stand because we are not cigarettes. We continue to try to educate them. That. Yeah. And, uh, we've had this guy. I'm also a, a board member of the Boutique Cigar Association of America, mm -hmm. of which are 48 of those boutique brands you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, we submitted a letter to NASM, which is the National Academy of Science and mm -hmm. Health with regard to they were tasked by the judge in the court case uh, with, with us and the FDA to do more research mm -hmm. and they came back and they just gave their, they said, we need to do more research mm -hmm. because they were trying to apply a lot of things that were assumed uh, based on uh, testing and things, the scientific data they had about cigarette mm -hmm. tobacco. Right. And they realized that with the amount of time they were given, their recommendation is more study needs to be given uh, and a definition of what a premium cigar is needs to occur officially. Yeah. Right. Because if you're gonna test something, what is, you have to define what it is. And there are many different categories of cigars. So we have to come up with a solid, cohesive, uh, mutually understood and agreed upon definition for them to then test that product and then everything in that category becomes part of that category. But we have to define those categories. And right now there's flavored cigars, there's short filler, there's machine made, there's hand rolled. So what, which product are we talking about? Exactly. They all have different aspects and different things going on with them. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that the tobacco is fermented is a big issue because according to the FDA's own literature, they're not supposed to regulate any fermented product. Well, but yet. Yeah, they do. Well, <laughs> with us they do. Because yeah. cigarette tobacco is not fermented. Uh, tobacco for cigars is. Wow. So there's a lot of argument going on and a lot of back and forth. So I would say if you're new in this business, you be 
hold your cards close and be very careful uh, because be ready to uh, make a move in one direction or another if need be. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult uh, right now to, to what we face with not only uh, regulatory issues but legislation against anti-smoking issues mm-hmm. and raising of taxes and everything else. So right. it's uh, it, it's going to be dicey, I think, in the next year. And we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. But we'll fight the good fight. I'll, I'll go down in flames. All right. Well, That's well, how I, I'm not, I'm, like I'm, you said about the article, never quit. Yeah. Never quit. I'll never well, quit. We've become friends with many of the smaller boutique brands, and we wish them well. So I do definitely too. want to see them all. We have be a big, uh, we have a big um, event this summer with the Boutique Cigar Association at uh, uh, in Indiana. Um, okay. That we're going to have, um, I think we're going to have like 30, 40 vendors or something up there. Uh, but it's Smoke at the Creek, it's called. So if you guys want to check that out, Smoke at the Creek for. Uh, um, a lot of boutique brands. Uh, okay. Check it out. Google it. Uh, check out the website, and uh, there'll be tickets available for that. It's going to be another great party. All right, awesome. I can't awesome. wait. So Tampa Cigar Week, man, we're yeah, wrapping it's it awesome. up in it's a couple awesome. in the next twenty five. We're wrapping this it. This is been a great just event. the first, and it's the first of many. That we're gonna, they're going to get. This is the worst it'll ever be. That's what that means. <laughs> That's right. It'll only go up from here. There if you everybody go. walks out of here smiling and having a great time, mm-hmm. then we've accomplished what we wanted to do, yeah, exactly. and it'll be better next year. That's yeah. right. And I need to know: Are you going to be on the dance floor tonight, man? Depends on how much bourbon I get. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the Puff Sip Chat Show. So we know you're puffing on David Blanco Absolutely. cigars on a regular basis. Is there, do you have a favorite? It's like telling, asking me to pick between my children. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, don't tell anybody, but it's the Blanco 9 Lancero. Ah, okay. okay. So that's my right. favorite. Okay. I'm a Lancero guy. Yeah. Um, but I smoke a lot. I smoke everything mm-hmm. except 7x70s. I make them, but I don't smoke them. Okay. I got you. Um, uh, it's just not enjoyable to me. <laughs> but you got to give customers what they want. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I gave them a very good blend in two different wrappers. It's in the Prince Hall line. Mm-hmm. Uh, One's called Boaz and one's called Jakin. Mm-hmm. But um, great cigars. It's just, that hurts my job. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> to each their own. I get it. To each their own. There and you go. You said bourbon. Is that your favorite pour? Is what specific no, bourbon I, I, that you like? Are you a I actually single just, malt guy? Or? I just came back from uh, our first release of our small batch bourbon in Texas. And we just did 250 bottles. It's called uh, Triple Barrel by Blanco from the Alamo Distillery in okay. San Antonio. Uh, we sold out of them. 250 bottles, gone. So I think we're going to do another one, and it might not be small batch. I think it might be a regular thing. Nice. Okay. Uh, you mentioned awesome. this me on the phone when we this saw was right. our, This yeah. was our, uh, our proof of concept, mm-hmm. and it went very well. Uh, and my friends out here with Horse Soldier Bourbon, uh, personal friends of mine, uh, I've got their master distiller out here. So I'm going to look deeper into this. Uh, uh, and we also have another companion product that we'd like to come out with in the next year. It depends about cash flow, right? Right. The other one is coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm a big coffee fan. Yeah, same here. And I love yeah. coffee. So we might do a coffee brand as well. So we're looking at a couple other things to diversify that, that, are, that exactly. are partner products mm-hmm. to cigar smoke. Yeah. Right. Well, we'd love to help tell the world. So yeah. that's Thanks, what we're guys. here to do, man. Thank it's, you very much. It shines some light on the industry and the people that are making it happen like Thank yourself, you. man. So we, we really appreciate you. Yeah, for we really your appreciate hard work. You. Definitely. Thank you for coming and for giving me the time to, to talk to people about who we are, if they haven't heard from us. And mm-hmm. and hopefully you'll get some uh, shots of the party happening out there. Oh, we did. Hopefully. Oh, hopefully. That's well, that the, is a promise. We are here to do it. Anything you want to say before we go that you want people to know that we should have asked you? Check us out at, uh, if you're looking for information about Blanco Cigars, you can check out our website at BlancoCigars.com. Our Facebook page, Blanco Cigars. Uh, We have our Instagram page, Blanco Cigar Company. 
Um, my personal Instagram is David Blanco 007. I'm constantly traveling and posting a lot of stuff. I do something called Blanco Sunday Funday. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter where I'm at, I try to do a video, and I could be anywhere in the world. You never know. You uh, I might be missing something. Uh, that's probably it. That was pretty um, damn good. Yeah, that's pretty. What's your astrological it? sign? You didn't yeah. tell them that. <laughs> You're gonna have to buy me a drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a we'll tell you that later. We'll tell you that one later. Hey man, I'm Stickman number one. This is Stickman Simple. Yeah, we are here with David Blanco from Blockless Cigars. Hey, until next time, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment, and always puff, sip, chat, repeat. I'm out. Stay smoky, guys. Hey, this is Stickman number one. Thanks for listening to the Puff Sip Chat podcast. If you want to hear more great episodes just like this one, please hit one of those donation links below. We could really use your support. Also, please visit us at puffsipchat.com for some cool Puff Sip Chat swag. Until next time, Puff Sip Chat repeat, baby. I'm out.